This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. Monday, January, 8 January, Year of Our Lord, uh, 2024. Uh, just some administrative stuff here for the for the audience. Because um, there's a couple of things happening in parallel. Number one is these massive fights on Capitol Hill, which are all important to win, or at least to blunt their worst elements, to set the stage for Trump's return in 2025. This fiscal irresponsibility, the monetary irresponsibility. And that's why... Whether you're on Getter right now watching it, Real America's Voice, you're in Rumble, you're over at Telegram with Carly Bonet, or you're with our own team over at Telegram, or if you're at Rav, the, the chat rooms, you guys are like the vanguard. You're, you're the equivalent of the 101st and 82nd Airborne on D-Day going in behind. You're the pathfinders, okay? You're, you're, the, you're the cadre or the vanguard to a vanguard, which is this our audience, which has such amazing muscle. Now, the other thing are people are in Iowa, are you know going to go to the caucuses, get people to vote in New Hampshire. That's the political wing of this, and this is now the kind of policy wing. And so we got it. This is why we have Russ vote and others, and we got to fight. We're, there's going to be a tough fight, a tough fight. Uh, also, this is why I need you to go to go check out uh, birchgold.com uh, slash Bannon and talk to Philip Patrick and the team. Now it's time. You guys got to not just get the end of the dollar empire and particularly the the third installment, which is the debt trap to understand where this is driving us. But you, you get to understand and talking to Philip Patrick, why the BRICS nations are all going into the de-dollarization movement. When they see this crap that Johnson and them, Johnson's tweeting out, puts up this letter that this is the thing has got the biggest cuts. Brother, we just added a trillion dollars in 100 days. That's an empirical fact. The analysis from the guys at Reason Magazine and the guy Bohm over there, B-O-E-H-M, I think it is, and he ain't no War Room fan. He says the next trade is going to be by the end of March. We're, this thing's starting to, to explode on itself. And this is why they're not – the trailing 12 months deficits, cash money is $2.5 trillion. That's $200 billion a month. These are just facts. They're sitting in some fantasy land, some fantasy land. He's literally talking about saving $8 billion or $10 billion on the IRS. And 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 vote. Who is the OMB director? Vote. And these guys know every game that's played. This is all game playing. We're not even having a serious adult conversation. This is the problem, and this is why we have to get people's attention. Now, the other administrative thing is is Grace. We built this entire thing, Bill Blaster, totally free, to give you operating leverage to make sure that you can use your time in the most your human agency and your time the best way possible. Go to the chat rooms. Mo and Grace are up there right now. Grace is going to have, I think, a bunch of. It's going to be on every available on every type of Android. Look, this technology stuff confuses me, but Grace is on top of it. It's going to be available to everybody, everywhere, ubiquitous. She's going to be doing seminars on how to use it, how to best use your time and be most effective on the rampart. So, Russ, vote. We're looking for marching orders here, brother. You're, you're our guy. And, and look, you've got to go pretty far in the woods. You know, I, 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 everybody knows I'm a hot-headed Mick, right? So, so, and, and, and Chip Roy 
And Chip Roy will go there. Chip Roy will throw down on a guy, too. Russ Vogt is kind of calm and cool. He's, you know, he's that steady Eddie. Your Twitter this morning, your light guy, did you call Johnson the moral equivalent of a head of lettuce? Is that what I heard that you said? Well, I do think the lettuce could have done a better job in negotiating this deal. I mean, you can either negotiate and govern towards your objectives to win, to accomplish to your purposes and the problems facing this country, or you can negotiation, negotiate towards uh, stability and to be able to, to save face for your constituents. And that's what he's done in this ladder. And, and, and what is incumbent upon members coming to Washington, D.C., talking to the War Room Posse over the next 24 hours is to just say, no, you don't have our vote on anything, nothing policy-related, nothing procedurally. The House, of the, Repu- the House of Representatives will shut down, period, until you go back and you rewrite this spending deal, you take it off of the table, and you prepare for conflict, you prepare for a shutdown until the border is handled and we begin to actually have real massive spending cuts. That is what needs to happen over the next 24 hours, and I think that is potentially doable, given the fact that the, 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 the margins are so small Again, the, the mighty 20 can stand, step forward and say, look, you're not going down this path and expect that you're going to be able to run the House. Yeah, you might be able to have with Hakeem Jeffries, if these appropriations bills get to the floor, you might be able to, to govern with Democrats. But on the host of things that occur between now and then, that has to grind to a halt and have a procedural spectacle, quite frankly, to get him back to the negotiating table. I think that has to happen this week. Okay, fine. So we know what we got to do when we get people call. One last thing. I just want to make sure the bait and switch here, there's already saying it, and I've been warning people about this, to avoid actually doing cuts to spending, which is what we need in the prioritization. They're saying, oh, we're going to get some policy wins. Isn't that just a false problem? Oh, you stick with me. I gave him this number, but we're going to get policy wins, and I'm going to get them on uh, as uh, amendments as we go forward. That that's a That's a misdirection play, is it not? Uh, brother it is, vote. It is total, total misdirection. They live in fear of a shutdown. Any policy rider that would be worth anything, the Democrats would be prepared to shut down. And so this deal was constructed for that entire purpose to avoid a shutdown. There is no chance that they are preparing for the type of fight that would be needed for any of the types of policy riders that would be, we would be enthusiastic. And they will talk about the border probably for the next two weeks and then do absolutely nothing about it. Russ Vote, where do people get you on your social media and over at CRA? At Russ Vote on all the channels and then AmericaRenewing.com at AmRenew Center for purposes of our, our social media there. And Russ Vote said Austin's got to be fired today. Uh, Russ, thank you so much for coming on here. Thanks, Steve. 202 Let your congressman know. Let your rep know right now. Under no circumstances do you back the Johnson deal that Hakeem Jeffries and Schumer and Biden uh, hoodwinked him on. Absolutely. The the answer is a hard no. Either shut the border or shut the government. And this whole thing about giving this top line number, which is a lie. And you can tell them to your face when you talk to them. It's a lie. And don't don't spin me. Also, make sure you get with grace on Bill Blaster. Raheem Kassam, the American people are hip to this. Is your piece in National Pulse, is it two-thirds of the American people? Two-thirds now, folks. Remember, we started calling it an invasion, and now two-thirds of the American people are, are saying – they say that that is the appropriate term of what's happened on our southern border? 
Yeah, Steve, you know, I was I've been talking to, to a lot of people, including yourself, about about this, the terminology where the American public is on this issue. Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine last week, um, just after the um, after the New Year's at Mar-a-Lago. And, you know, trying to think to myself, OK, where where might people be on the idea of mass deportations? Because that is that is a hurdle in people's minds. It is a it is a moral hurdle, is an emotional hurdle, is a logistical hurdle. And I thought to myself, right, if the majority of the public, if the majority of the country are willing to call what is happening on the southern border what it is, which is an invasion, then I think you have uh, moral backing, moral purpose behind um, the, what will be a massive logistical lift in terms of mass deportations. So I got in touch with my friends at Rasmussen Reports and I said to them, hey, you know, have you ever asked this question before? They said, no, but but we will do it right now. And they went into the field immediately and they brought back some results, uh, which I thought was staggering. Um, 70, um, 65% of people, firstly, top line, 65% of people, that's almost two thirds of the American public are willing to describe uh, the word invasion as either very accurate or a somewhat accurate way to describe what's going on on the southern border, which is massive in and of itself. But when you go and you break down the details as they did here for us, you find that 70% of 18 to 39-year-olds believe the same, only 27% of those in disagreement. 74% of black Americans feel the same. 55% of Democrats feel the same. So there is, there is majority almost entirely across the board on this subject right now. And I think, you know, in addition to the Trump campaign releasing their new ad, by the way, which is called Poisoning, People will remember he first used the phrase poisoning the blood in, in our interview with him uh, back a couple of months ago. In addition to that, I think they need to start talking about the logistical lift uh, of mass deportations because it's very clear that the American public believes that there is an invasion into this country, and they're right. Uh, Beanie Matters, uh, Madeline Peltzer's dropped the ball because no one's made the connection. Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Raheem. No one's made the connection yet between your interview and your magnificent book, Enoch Powell Was Right, I think it is, which is just a brilliant assessment of the River of Blood speech and really the impact, what's happened to the United Kingdom that he warned about. Um, I know you've, you've been spending a lot of time looking at Biden in this, in this whole end of democracy, that we're the new Nazis, all that. But compare that to what you've seen with this Austin situation. I mean, folks got to understand, there could be 10 scalps on this in the next 72 hours if if the Republicans dig in and say, hey, what is going on here, man? There's been violation of laws. I think their crimes have been committed. There's obviously a massive cover up to go into the to about this act itself. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, uh, the, uh, all weekend, as you know, um, because I, I text you all of the things that I, I find, I read all these columns in The Atlantic and the, read the columns on, on Chris Saliza's Substack and go through all of the, the, the talking points. This morning, I just got off our, our National Pulse editorial call. This morning, I'm sent an image from one of our from one of our writers, Jack. He sends the, the, the he one of the headlines in Bloomberg uh, is 2024 the year of elections and why that's a th threat to democracy. Bloomberg, 
elections are a threat to democracy. So you'll see, uh, as we saw last week with Biden's speech, we did the analysis on that on the pulse as well. Um, you'll see over the course of the next couple of months, basically everything's a threat to democracy. The oxygen you breathe will be a threat to democracy. Um, elections, casting your vote, that's the threat to democracy. Every single thing that isn't globalism uh, writ large is a threat to democracy in, in their terms, in their words. And they will turn this issue around Austin. I don't know what's wrong with Lloyd Austin, whether it's a you know prolonged bottom surgery or whatever is going on with him. But they will turn this, oh, you know, they're attacking the Secretary of Defense. That's a threat to democracy now. They're attacking the apparatus around him. That's a, They're siding with the enemies of America. That's the No. The people siding with the enemies of America are the people who will work hand in glove with the Chinese Communist Party and the people that make America less safe on a day-to-day -day basis. And that is specifically, you have to have that in mind. As a Secretary of Defense, you knew what was going to happen when you took that prolonged leave, and you knew what would happen when nobody in the White House was told. You are the threat to, to democracy. You are the threat to American national security. And it's not that he should be fired today. It's that he should have been fired yesterday. It's that he should have been fired the day before that. As soon as anybody found out that this person was lying about his whereabouts. You cited uh, the 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 um, Brzezinski uh, art, uh, issue that Tom Nichols wrote in his uh, in his Atlantic article earlier on in the show. It's critical. If that phone had been ringing at three o'clock in the morning, Steve, uh, it would have been left on red. As, 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 as the kids say nowadays, right? There would have been nobody to answer that. Nobody was picking up and America could have been in mortal danger. You would have never heard a thing about it. He needs to have gone yesterday. Brzezinski, remember, didn't even wake up his wife, Mika's mother, because he didn't want her last few minutes on Earth to be totally terrorized. He thought it was over. He, 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 General William Odom is a serious, heavy guy. And right before he made the call, the guy called back and said, and what Nichols said, who's a Trump hater, you didn't have a second to think about where Harold Brown is. It's not. It's inconceivable. Inconceivable. This is the destruction of this country. They talk about institutional rot, and they say we're the problems. That we're the we're the anarchists. They're the anarchists. You see the chaos right there, and that's why heads have got to roll, and they got to start rolling today. Raheem's right. It should have happened three days ago, and they found out about it. Raheem, how do we get to National Pulse? Your your contextualization of the events is pretty amazing. So where do people go? Yeah, I'm going to be ramping that up all through the month, ramping it up all through the year. In fact, the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room is where you can go. Sign up, get on the free email newsletter, download the free app, get the alerts fastest, free and contextualized. Not the fake news way, the real news way, the nationalpulse.com forward slash war room. Thanks, Steve. Amazing, amazing stuff. We go to the National Pulse first thing every morning. Thank you, Raheem. Um, okay, January 6th, we had the special on Saturday. People loved it. Every day we're going to be talking about this because guess what? This is what Biden is running on. We're going to bring on the toughest investigative reporter out there, Lara Logan, her 10-part series on this so far. Joins us next in the War Room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024, will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. 
Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898, and Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action. 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 You see who was beating you? The guy in the white shirt, uh, I found out, was the lieutenant at the time, uh, Officer Jason Bagshaw. Mm-hmm. After he beat you with a baton, he punched you in the face. Yeah, I haven't watched the other videos. I, I can't anymore, so. Is it too painful? Too difficult to relive it oh, yeah. moment by moment? Yeah, I get in a very bad place. Okay, welcome back. Uh, Laura Logan has done an incredible, I think it's a 10-part series now that's incredibly moving. And since Biden has told us this is the centerpiece of his election, uh, Laura, who's not a political correspondent and not a politician, is going to be at the center of this with her amazing investigative reporting. But I've got to ask you, because Laura, really, essentially, for many, many years, and when I first came to know your work, you you were basically a war correspondent. I mean, you've been in the, the nastiest areas of combat uh, of the American troops. You've been there in the front line. You know the structure of the Pentagon. You've been all over the Pentagon. I've got to ask you, have you ever seen, can you make head nor tails, and particularly as an investigative reporter, this Austin thing, and I say this as a guy who was an aide back in 1981 coming off of sea duty, it's incomprehensible what happened here. Your thoughts, ma'am? Well, I would agree with that. It's incomprehensible. And, you know, Steve, there's an old rule. When you add something up and, it, you know, one plus one doesn't equal two, it probably means that we don't have the truth, right? We don't we don't know what's going on because it, it's not just that General Austin should have notified somebody. There's an, there's an existing protocol in his office, all of his minions, all of those many people in the Department of Defense and the SecDef's office, they would know that. Also, you have no contact from your Secretary of Defense for five days and nobody notices. I just find that very hard to believe because now you've got Secretary, you know, Tony Blinken, Secretary of State coming out saying, well, I wasn't aware either. Well, who else wasn't aware? I mean, come on. But, you know, this is consistent with what we have seen since the Obama era, where you have different agencies just not functioning or functioning in a completely inappropriate way that is 100 percent against the law. But nobody enforces the law. What am I talking about? Well, remember when the State Department took over running the response to Benghazi, why did nobody ask, where's the Department of Defense? Why was Hillary Clinton and the State Department running that? Why wasn't the Department of Defense running that? And, and you know, to me, what I as an investigative reporter would want to know about is who is really running things behind the scene? Because we are in a time where the United States, the military has never been smaller. It's falling far short of its recruitment goals because nobody wants to sign up to represent traitors right, and to fight for traitors and also to be thrown under the bus, which is what we do to most of our soldiers and Border Patrol agents and so on these days. So you're short of your recruitment goals. You're smaller than ever. Your allies, 
you know, are more betrayed than ever, more disillusioned than ever with the United States. So they're doing things without you. You've lost longstanding relationships with allies all over the world. You betrayed the Afghans, you know, and, and send a signal to everyone in the world, don't stand with us because freedom is a worthless ideal and we're not going to fight for it and we're not going to protect you. There are Afghan women today still being taken from their homes, being forced at the ages of 10, 11, 12 into marriages, right? There are women that we trained as activists who've been hunted down, tortured, get raped to death, you know, murdered constantly. And we do nothing about them. And Lloyd Austin, let's not forget, presided over that big lie, right? The Afghan withdrawal. And uh, you've got all of this happening. You've got what's going on with China. You've got the South China Seas. You've got this administration inexplicably removing the Houthis from the terror list, putting this country right in the line of fire. Let's not delude ourselves, right? The Houthis, come on. Who are the Houthis really? They're just an Iranian proxy. So we've put ourselves right in the center of the crosshairs of Iran and every other enemy this nation has. And you don't notice that the top defense official in the nation is missing in action? Give me a break. We're being lied to over and over and over again. And millions of Americans are absolutely sick of it. I know you're married to a veteran, and the, there are many veterans in this audience and parents of active service. For the moms and dads out there, given your... Uh, time as a combat correspondent. Last week, we had a carry, two carry battle groups in the Red Sea where nobody else will help us. None of our quote-unquote allies will be there. Under attack by the Houthis, the shipping lanes, mm-hmm. and we had incoming in, by the same per, the different branch of Persian militia in Iraq. I think they had 20 different attacks on the basis. How can a secretary of defense, I mean, like, how could they not talk to each other? How could it not become evident by Wednesday of last week that Lloyd Austin wasn't around? This is what boggles my mind. American troops are under fire in a kinetic situation. Laura, help me out. How can nobody know that the guy's not around? Well, is that even true, Steve? Did they not know, you know, that the guy wasn't around? I'm not even sure that that's true. But what I would tell you is this is consistent with what we have seen from this administration. They're not concerned about defending the borders of the United States, as you've covered on this show over and again. They're not concerned about um, defending American soldiers abroad. Now, there are elements within this administration. You gotta look at what General Charlie Flynn is doing over in the Pacific, right? I mean, there are people that are fighting very, very hard, but what's obvious is that their leadership is doing everything it can to weaken the United States. Why? Because that is consistent with an open borders ideology. You cannot have open borders and have strong nation states. Open borders, literally, when you follow the ideology through to its conclusion, not the watered down version that they sell so that people will be deceived. When you go to the end of it, open borders means one world, just like we have in the digital world. That means no nation states. That's why nationalism and any sort of national pride and patriotism is regarded as terrorism by these people. So what we see is whether it's handing Afghanistan over to terrorists and creating a massive terrorist state in a critical part of the world, or whether it's, you know, whether it's what they do uh, with Israel, whatever it is, 
wherever they're doing it, they consistently take action that weakens the United States. And let me tell you the question that I am most tired of hearing from people is, why would they do that? You know what? If you're still asking that stupid question, first of all, ask Joe Biden why he would do that. Ask Lloyd Austin and his staff why they would do this if they did it. Ask the rest of this <laughs> government why they do nothing to protect the United States or close the borders or hold illegal immigrants to the same standards that they hold American citizens. Don't ask the people who don't support those policies. Ask the people who are implementing those policies why they're doing it. To me, it's obvious. If you want to strengthen America, you don't do these things. If you want to weaken America, you want to narrow the advantage that we have on the battlefield, then you hand over sensitive technology to a terrorist state that you create. By the way, the same terrorists responsible for 9-11. That's what you do when you seek to destroy this country because the strongest nation on earth is the United States of America, not just in terms of, you know, it's, uh, it's military defenses and so on and so on. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in the sense of what is in the heart and the soul of every American, because this is the only nation on earth that was founded in a covenant with God. And that is what makes America strong. It's God that stands by us. And this is the only nation on earth that, that is standing between, uh, between these globalists and the rest of the world, America falls, the rest of it is going to look kind of easy in comparison. How did you know? Because it looks like it took years of planning or thinking through and then months and months and months of execution. Biden goes to Valley Forge late last week and gives a speech about J6. It's the centerpiece of his of his campaign. How did you know a year ago? Because your 10 part series cuts to the heart of this. How did you know at the time? that Biden, those guys would pivot back and make J6. And that's why your your series now, you have to watch this and understand it to see the counter argument or the reality and back of what Biden's trying to spend. How did you well, how did you think of the time that J6 would be the centerpiece of his of his campaign? And you were going to thwart that by showing the truth. Well, you know, I could tell you that I'm very clever. And um, I'm super strategic and I'm a great political analyst. And all of that would be <laughs> all of that would be. BS, okay? That's not what it is. So this is what I've learned, Steve, over a lifetime of being a journalist, more than 35 years. If you are looking in the right place for the right reasons, it will lead you to moments like this, where you are at the perfect spot, right as the great lie is being pushed right into this election about January 6th. And we are perfectly poised with 10 episodes out already and more um, that are coming out in the next you know, few weeks and months. We are perfectly poised to show people the truth. And how did I find it? I did what I have always done. I followed my, I followed my moral compass. When I learned and saw the scale of the lie and the injustices of January 6th, it burned a hole through my entire being, right? I cannot bear injustice. That's why I cannot bear living with the lies that we have had to live with. And when you find out that there are people who were killed on January 6th, like Roseanne Boyland, when you find out that Officer Sicknick, you know, you were fed that he was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher, and that was another lie. When you see people using terms like insurrection, and you've watched them get away with insurrection and seditious conspiracy for years, Russia collusion almost killed me. Because on a daily basis, the number of lies was just, 
it was it was almost more than I could bear because I have this strong sense of, of right and wrong and what is true and what is not true. And to see people like, you know, for example, Michael Flynn, the things that they said about Michael Flynn that were just absolute, you know, nonsense, you know, reported by people who, you know, claim to be the intelligence correspondent or the defense correspondent. And you don't even know what you're talking about, you know, what you, and then to see CBS go out there and repeat the same BS so, you know, I would just tell you that any good journalist can do this. Any good journalist can be at the center of the big story at the right moment. If you if you do what you do for the right reasons and you do it well and you do it, it's hard work to do it right, but it's worth it. Laura, if you could hang on for a second, I want to hold you through the break. I want to talk about the story you broke in the 10th, which is, is pretty amazing and stunning. What happened to her and the fact that even though people have tried until you did your episode, I don't think people really understood the depth of this and the depravity of it, quite frankly. Laura Logan's going to hold a short commercial break back in a moment. Natalie Winter's also going to join us next in the world. Question, who protects the troops who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home, that legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. At 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time tonight, the second hour of the afternoon, early evening show, we're going to be live in Taiwan with our team. John Mills is there. We've got the new federal state of China. Uh, we're going to do the wall-to-wall coverage and the run-up to the Taiwan election this Saturday. Um, Brian Costello is going to join us to talk about what's happening in Silicon, where your money, your pension fund money is going to support the Chinese Communist Party. Um, two things on this. Number one, the turbulence, if you think this Austin thing internally is terrible, obviously with the southern border and the invasion, all of it, the turbulence is only going to get more intense. This is why you need to go to birchgold.com slash Bannon. Just go talk to the experts. We lay out the macro. They can talk about the details. But ask them a question. Why has gold been a hedge on turbulence from humankind for 5,000 years? Get that answer. Get yourself a pot of Warpath coffee, the dark roast. At Warpath.coffee, sit down, cut the phone off, cut the streaming service off, cut the TV off, cut it all off, send the kids outside to play, and think. Just think. With yourself, just think. Think it through, okay? 
Also, Frank Gaffney and, and both Eric Prince and Frank Gaffney are saying, hey, if this election doesn't turn out like she wants, and right now it's tight, but it looks like it's not, they're saying there could be kinetic conflict in the South China Sea and around Taiwan, including a naval blockade by, Frank thinks, in the next 60 days. Um, Eric Prince thinks by spring at the latest. That's why you got to make sure don't get caught up in this on your medical. Remember, the Chinese Communist Party controls 100% of active pharmaceutical ingredients. Jace Medical, Dr. Sean, the team, took Rosemary Gibson's magnificent book about the supply chains. They turned it into a business that can protect you. So go to jacemedical.com today, and guess what? Immerse yourself in information. This audience is the smartest and most powerful in all media for one reason. You are the hardest working. This show is not entertainment. We know that. But you guys are hardworking. You're up on the ramparts today about this disastrous collapse on the Johnson uh, speakership about particularly about the southern border. Remember, either close the border or close the government. It's very simple. We're not afraid of closing down the government. It's a positive thing to stop this invasion. Laura, you've done an amazing job. There's 10, and we're going to try to figure out how to get more people to watch this because seeing them all as a, as a piece is so powerful. But talk to me particularly about this last episode, which is it is so gripping uh, when you're interviewing the victim here. Talk to me. How, one, how did it happen? How does really nobody know this story? Well, this is the story of a woman whose name is Victoria Charity White. And one of the things um, that I mentioned in the lead-in is that the January 6th committee, guess how many times they mentioned her name, Steve? In all those hours and hours and hours of so-called investigation, not once. So, I mean, and any police officer out there, you know, knows that every deadly, you know, use of deadly force incident has to be investigated. So, I mean, this is, these are the kind of incidents that should have been right at the top of the investigative tree. So every single person on that committee, everyone who was related to that committee, everybody who assisted that committee, the so-called experts that they brought in, shame on all of them. Shame on the police officers who witnessed this and have said and done nothing about it. Because how Victoria Charity White did not die is still a complete mystery to me. We were able, by going through the footage, you know, sort of second by second, frame by frame, we paired different body cameras from different police officers. We worked with, you know, a lot of different people like Gary McBride from M5 News, who has spent years studying this footage, David Sumrall, um, you know, from StopHate.com. We consulted with many different people within the community, but we also, of course, went to the MPD, we went to the FBI, we went to the U.S. Attorney's Office. None of them will ever help you or, or work with you on this. But what you have in front of you, and if you watch the piece, you'll see this, we rely very heavily on the evidence, okay? And you see Victoria Charity White having the holy living hell beaten out of her by not one police officer, Jason Lieutenant Jason Bagshaw at the time, now commander, but also by uh, Officer Neil McAllister. We identified another officer that was stabbing her in the back with her baton at the same time, and that we believe is Officer Sarah Beaver. And then there's another officer that we were not able to identify. We cross-referenced court documents. It's especially helpful when the Department of Justice identifies people or the FBI itself, because the government can't come after you for their own work, right? And that helped us when we matched it with body cams and positions and security camera footage. It helped show us um, who exactly was responsible. How Victoria White survived that beating is really unknown. I mean, I, I, um, I have actually felt one of these batons. It's a metal... Uh, 
baton, and it is so heavy. It is weighted exceptionally to uh, really to act as a deterrent, not to be used as a weapon the way it was against an unarmed defenseless woman. And I will have to say a special mention for FBI Special Agent Trisha Whitehill, because this woman is from the Minnesota office. She We contacted her. She was very nice. She was trying to work with us, but the she wasn't given permission to talk to us. But this is a woman who actually watched the videos, knew what had happened, mentioned that Victoria White tried to stop people from breaking windows. By the way, this brave woman actually tackled people, two individuals that were that were breaking windows and stopped them doing that. And what does this FBI agent do? She lies. I mean, you know, that's really what she did in her statement of facts because she talks about Victoria White grabbing the leg of an officer on the ledge. Well, we went to the video at that exact time that she put in her statement. And what is Victoria White doing? She's fighting for her life as she's being assaulted by four police officers at the same time. And she's trapped in this crowd. And then she says, as the video progresses, you know, Victoria White has penetrated the phalanx of officers and she's beating them, you know, and they're, sorry, she's having to, they're having to fend her off with a baton. That's what she says, fend her off with a baton. I mean, they're, they're cracking this woman's skull. And you can actually hear when you listen to the video as we did, you can hear when it shifts from where it's, it's hitting something else to where it's sinking into that, the flesh and bone of her skull. And I will say, you know, Steve, it's our, I mean, based on our investigations, we believe that the police officers from Capitol Police and MPD and others were set up that day as much as the protesters, right? I mean, they were not uh, properly prepared. They were not well equipped. They were abandoned by their leadership. This goes all the way to the top of the Capitol Police. And a woman called Yogananda Pittman, you can look up Tariq Johnson, the Capitol Police whistleblower who's written a lot about this. You could see, follow the work of Loudermilk's committee and you will see this is a, a typical strategy for information warfare, right? They blind people with the intelligence, so that, which means they don't let, like Stephen Sun, the head of Capitol Police, they don't let him hear all the intelligence. Why you needed to hear all the intelligence from that office, I don't know. You just had to open your eyes and ears in, in one sense. But what they do is they make sure that you set the conditions for chaos by making sure the police are under-equipped and under-resourced. There's no direction. Um, nothing is being done the way it's supposed to be done. And they know that within that, you're going to get the worst of the worst rising. And that's what happened in that tunnel with Victoria White. The worst of the worst was carried out against her. It was a crime against her. And I have to point out that in that same tunnel, not long afterwards, within you know a, a, an hour or two, Roseanne Boyland was beaten by another police officer, Lila Morris, and she died. She was officially declared dead that evening at the hospital, but she was pretty much dead when the protesters were trying to work on her and save her life, and when they finally got police to take her back into the tunnel. So you have you know one woman, Victoria White, who should have died, and you have another woman, Roseanne Boyland, who actually did die, and yet you have a president who's going out there pushing this fake, um, and really this, this, what he's doing is not just pushing a lie, he's projecting onto the American people. He's covering up for a stolen election and he is, is trying to give uh, a justification for a, a, an FBI and a Department of Justice who are still arresting American citizens today for their political beliefs. And let's not forget what Representative Clay Higgins, you know, the news that he broke in the interview he did with me a few weeks ago, you've got teams of three air marshals 
that are following, that are tracing American citizens who have never been charged with a crime, never accused of a crime, and they're just literally being persecuted for their political beliefs. And when you see that three air marshals are following one American citizen, you need to know that they have a commanding officer, they have someone that they're reporting to, they have an op center that's available. There's not just one team. If you're going to do that kind of work, you have to have multiple teams on standby. I mean, this is how many, I would say, billions of dollars has have these lies cost the American people. Investigating a Russia collusion, which was never properly investigated because we know that it was a political operation by Hillary Clinton and the DNC and her allies, Perkins Coie and all these other nasty, nasty people, right? And, and not only that, but January 6th and all the other things that have happened in between. We are, we are really being taken for a ride as American citizens. And, and we are responsible for continuing to allow them to slit our throats. We're paying for Amen. that with our own tax dollars. I don't understand it. Uh, this is the quality of yours is as good or better than 60 minutes at the top of 60 minutes game. Not now. It's a disaster. I mean, at the top, the golden age of 60 minutes is the quality you get in this 10 part series. There's more to come. Where do people go, Laura, to get it? How do they push it out? Uh, what's your social media, the platform, all of it, give our audience everything they need to know to become active in working this. So they can go to at Laura Logan on X, um, where the, you can find the show. It will link to truth and media, um, we are at Truth and Media on Twitter or truthandmedia.com. If you want to get all of the episodes, it's also under the highlights on my Twitter page. Um, the show is free, Steve, because, you know, um, I also want to show journalists, independent journalists, young journalists, whoever it is out there, that um, you can still do quality journalism, right? You can still do and live up to everything that the media is supposed to be. And it's not... Um, you know, it's not just about having a microphone in front of you and, and commenting, right? That there's journalists out there that are needed for that. And we need journalists also to out there doing the grunt work and bringing these things to light. And I'm so grateful to you for highlighting this because the one thing they don't want, they don't want people seeing anything that you're doing. They don't want them seeing what I'm doing. In fact, if you look at Facts First USA run by David Brock, their mission statement is to make sure that nobody hears our voices, that we all live in our bubbles and that we are isolated so we can be divided and destroyed. So we have to fight that with everything we've got. And I'm fighting it the only way I know how as a journalist. Honored to have you on here. You're a patriot and a hero. We're going to make sure everybody gets to this and we'll push it out hard. So thank you so much. Thank you. She guessed right. Where the facts took her turns out to be the centerpiece of uh, Biden's uh, launch, the centerpiece of his 2024 campaign. Pretty amazing to work on this for so long and to plan on it and then have it bang just happen. That's why it's as relevant as anything's out there. And if you want to understand the political landscape, you must see the 10 part series totally free from Laura Logan. Uh, today is Fauci wait a long time for these next two days, Natalie. Tell us what do you think is going to happen and more importantly, what should happen? Well, it's always an honor to come on after Laura Logan growing up. I watched her on 60 Minutes, so she served as a massive source of inspiration for me. But someone who has not been an inspiration for me is, of course, Anthony Fauci, who is, of course, today for seven hours and tomorrow uh, going to be giving a, an interview testimony behind closed doors, unfortunately, but to members of the House Committee 
on the coronavirus pandemic. Now, the people who are asking the questions, I think we need to really make sure that we're calling their offices primarily. Brad Wenstrup to make sure that the questions that they're asking Anthony Fauci are not weak. I would personally categorize the questions that they're going to ask him into three very important silos. One would be the lead up to the COVID pandemic. That being, we can get him on the fact that he lied about funding gain-of-function research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Of course, the systemic culture that's been produced at the NIAID, where we see U.S. taxpayer dollars going, not just to Chinese Communist Party-run labs, but PLA and Chinese military-run operations. I also think we need to focus on the second silo, which is actually during the pandemic. That's, of course, his reversal on things like mask mandates. But more importantly, I think we need to drill down on the vaccines, the efficacy, the data skewed, the deals cut with Pfizer and Moderna. And more importantly, after how Anthony Fauci has profited from the pandemic and continues. Hang on one second. Short break. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, New Year's resolution. Stop using synthetic uh, multivitamins. Go back to the source itself. Go to sacredhumanhealth.com. Promo code Roarroom, but sacredhumanhealth.com. Start to look at the line of products, particularly start with the uh, uh, grass-fed beef liver. This is the greatest concentration of nutrients. You got vitamin A, B12, D, and a whole lot more. And make sure this helps you with your immune system. It helps you brain your brain firing on all cylinders and your heart. Go there today. Sacredhumanhealth.com, promo code worm. Check it out. Immerse yourself in information on the site. Go natural. Stop with the synthetic multivitamins. Do it today, your New Year's resolution. 
Uh, Natalie, uh, Fauci, remember, it's under oath. It's under oath. Do you think the team over there at the subcommittee and the staff, do you think they're up to the task? Because they're going to get two days with Fauci here, hopefully get a criminal referral going. But do you think they're up to the task? Uh, Empirically, my answer would be no. I don't think we have a lot of fire breathers on the Hill. Also, when you, you know how compromised the Hill is by big pharma lobbyists and those types, I don't think they're going to bite the hand that feeds them. But luckily, we have groups like, you know, the U.S. Right to Know um, and all these investigators like Laura Logan, like the people you highlight on this show, who are sort of doing their work for them. I know we'll talk about this in another show. There's a bombshell story dropping that in 2017, Shi Jung Lee, that is the Wuhan Institute of Virology's bat lady, actually went to the NIAID, that is Fauci's offices, to have a meeting to talk about her research. I would advocate that NIAID is the first agency uh, that that gets shut down when we have the government shut down. But PLA-linked bio uh, researchers are now quite literally accessing America's biosecurity facilities. Now we're gonna have we're gonna have you on tomorrow going more depth. This is a bombshell story, and why it never came out until now is mind-boggling. But this is a bombshell. It was up on the Daily Mail and other places. Natalie will join us again tomorrow on that. Give me an update on the company. Everybody tells me they not only love your product, <laughs> but it's sold out. They gotta get they gotta get on like a list. You gotta get inside the she you know, Natalie's from LA, she's done a lot of the Beverly Hills parties. They know what the list is. You're either inside the rope or outside the rope. Where do people go in the company? What can they find? And do they gotta take a number now? It's true. I'm so honored. We're definitely making a dent in the Made in China 2025 initiative. This weekend, I was placing orders for all of our stuff, the hats, but you can pre-order them now. You can be first in the queue. I also have to say I've been getting a lot of hate, but only from guys in the War Room Posse. So in the meantime, before we expand our collection, I launched some bumper stickers for you guys that you should definitely check out. And lastly, Steve, I think the coolest thing about the company, I've already been getting emails is that a lot of the War Room Posse members, the grandmas, the moms, even the dads and grandpas are ordering uh, clothing and hats for their kids. And they've sent me some pictures. And it's so inspiring to see. And I, I know it's cringe to say, but I really think we're starting a USA-made movement where it's actually cool to share our values, to share conservative and free-thinking values for women. So you can go to she'sorite.co if you want to join the club or at least get on the pre-order list. Come on, guys, back off in the hate. She's she's working. I'm gonna start, we'll start showing pictures tomorrow. You'll be back on with the Bat Lady. I can't believe the Bat Bat Lady was there in I'll 2017. We're just finding about it in 2020. Send her a hat. She would like send the, her a uh, tea. Mention her a little bit conspiratorial. I think. Yeah, but you gotta tell her it's made in the USA, just like the gain of function. Yeah. Whoa, did I go there? <laughs> Natalie Winters, thank you so much. Make sure everybody goes. Let's get Grace and Mo to put it up in the chat room so everybody goes there today. Made in America, 2024. She's so right. Mike Lindell, we covered the uh, we covered the undercard. We covered the early one from Su- I think from Sioux City on Friday. You were you were holding court in um, in uh, what Mason City at that time. Tell just tell folks real quickly before I talk about the company. How did Mason City go? Because the first one was on fire, and Trump had a throwdown on Nikki Haley like I haven't seen before. How did how did uh, Mason City go? It was, it was amazing. You couldn't fit another person in that building, number one. But I, one of the things, Steve, that came out of there, and I did my speech, and, uh, and, but I was asked by the fake media. I, I love going up in the Raptors and talking and interviewed by all of them. And one of the things they kept asking me, they go, Mike, 
you know, you keep telling people these elections are, you know, are compromised and our election platforms are compromised. Aren't you afraid that people aren't going to go out and vote? They're just going to say, um, you know, let's not vote. There's no hope. And I said, it's just the opposite. That's the feeling in the room. And then the, uh, the other media going, it's so complicated because his polling is so big that he's winning everything by, you know, double digits, triple digits. I mean, it's crazy. And they're going, and the other media is going, you know, don't you think people are going to get overconfident? They're not going to go out and vote because, oh, he's got this anyway. So you're getting two ends of the spectrum. But the bottom line is, Steve, everybody was involved. Everybody's going out, getting everyone they know to get out and vote and vote and vote and vote and get everyone. And it's amazing. I, I was um, and I enjoyed uh, going after the, the fake news media. They they um, it was like I'm back in the game and. All of the war room made that possible. We put everything together, by the way, at lindellplan.com. You guys can go there. Everything is there. We've got like Lou Dobbs is starting tonight on my network, on my TV network. We're doing all these things that we are getting our voices bigger and we've got the plan laid out. So lindellplan.com. But the war room policy, Steve, has made this all possible that I can get back in the game, get out there and not have to worry about my pillow. So we're running the one we make in the USA, 100 percent, the MyPillow 2.0, everybody, $29.98, the queen size, the king size, just $5 more, exclusive to the War Room Posse. This is a this is a deal and free shipping on your entire order. I said, what can we do to reward everybody out there with the best sleep ever? Everybody wins, everybody. Everybody wins by you guys taking advantage of this best special in history. Lowest price of the MyPillow 2.0 ever. I uh, call 800-873-1062, but your whole order ships for free. There we got the flannel sheets, all the size and colors are still in. They're just about out where you're going to start having broken skews. Take advantage of that here at the World Posse. The MyPillow Down Comforter is 60% off. You've got, and take advantage of the free shipping, everybody. Uh, most of you have by getting the new, new mattress, 100% made in the USA, or the mattress topper. If you got a bed and you're going, oh, should I, I can't afford a new one or whatever, you put our mattress topper on there. Even if it's a new bed that doesn't quite work for you, this, the technology in the MyPillow mattress topper, you don't have in your bed. It turns any yeah. bed into the hey. best bed in history. 800-873-1062. Talk to the operator. I'm not going to let the IRS shut them down. Also, MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Mike, thank you very much, brother. We'll see you back here this afternoon. Keep grinding. Yep, yep. Great job in uh, in in Iowa. President Trump, by the way, is going to be in court tomorrow. He's not be able to. Con- he's not in the election interference game of campaign. Okay, Charlie Kirk next. Poso after that. We're back five to seven at six o'clock. We'll be in Taiwan. You do not want to miss this. We'll see you back here at five p.m. Eastern Standard Time when you will be back in the war room. See you then. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace 
case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to WarRoomHealth.com. That's WarRoomHealth.com. All one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WarRoomHealth, all one word, WarRoomHealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.